You're listening to the Set Life Podcast with Reed Petre. The only weekday show dedicated to news, tech, tips, and techniques on all things cinematography. Folks, today's episode is all about nets and scrims. What are they? What do they do? Well, um, nets and scrims are, uh, are are fabric or metal wiring that will change um, that do not change the size, direction, or the color of your light source, but they do stop the intensity of the light by a certain amount. So. Some common strengths include um, uh, a half a stop, full stop, and one and a half stops. Usually, uh, they're color-coded, which is it's just very handy, especially when you're on set and you need to look at something and know right away how much light that's taken away. Um, green is a half a stop, red is a full stop, and a blue is a stop and a half. Those are colors you're going to want to know because that that goes the same for um, metal discs that you put into the light, you know, right on the light itself between the barn door and the unit or uh, the fabrics. Uh, It's going to be the same color coding system uh, so you can know in an instant how much light that's taken away and what that uh, scrim or net is doing to the light. Um, some common sizes, uh, we, we already talked about this, um, the metal, uh, a little bit, metal discs. Um, so this is, these are the kind of scrims that are going to go on the light, kind of slide in through the top. Um, and they're, they're made out of metal because they're going to be very hot <laughs> sitting right on the lens, right on the light. Uh, and that's going to take away whatever the light that is. And it's great, uh, super, super handy for um, not having to set up an additional C-stand or a flag or something in front of the light and worry about spill. Um, you kind of plop that in um, to the unit and it's just... It's going to take that light away. Downside to a metal disc um, when using a Fresnel or HMI is they're going to get hot, like super hot. Um, So it can make them difficult to swap out or add an additional one or take them out at the end of the day. I have seen many people take out metal discs that were very hot and put them on carpet and burned the carpet. (laughs) or on wood or something stupid like that it is it's people do it it's possible um yeah um that is the that is the one downside to those metal discs uh other than the metal um you get into the fabric uh, and you get dots which are very very small um nets uh essentially the same size as like the metal discs but in a fabric um, and they're not designed to go directly onto the light. They're designed to be uh, used for very specific parts in the scene or um, on the light. Uh, we didn't talk about the, the metal disc sizes, but that just is determined on whatever light you've got, um, whatever diameter um, the, the lens is, 
or how big the light is. Um, you can pretty much get scrims and the metal discs for any HMI or, or tungsten unit. Um, and going back to fabrics, uh, most common sizes are an 18 inch by a 24 inch, uh, a 24 inch by a 36 inch, and a four by uh, and a four by. Um, that's, you know, so you're just using those on individual lights or um, areas. Uh, you do see them go into the six, six by six foot, the eight by eight foots. They're not as common um, if you're trying to do a big source like that, um, but it is possible. Um, usually what you're trying to do is that if, if you're taking away um, a certain amount of intensity from a light, you're going to want to do it as close to the light source as possible so that you're not avoiding um, uniformity. So if you're trying to diffuse, uh, you know, um, if you want to take one stop away from a 12 by 12, uh, M40 shooting into a 12 by 12, you're not going to take another 12 by 12, um, single, um, and put it on that or a double and put it on that. You would just take a scrim, a metal scrim and put it, you know, in the light itself, uh, you know, so you don't need an extra fabric on there. You don't need extra stands. Um, that's just the easiest way. Um, you know, it's it's when you get to controlling certain parts of the image and and darkening, um, say, the foreground as opposed to the midground. That's when you kind of use those, you know, the four buys or something smaller to kind of just just take a half a stop or a stop away from one particular part in the image. And and that's that's what it's useful for. So that is it, nets and scrims. Um, you know, I don't know. Some, uh, I guess, some use cases are if you are trying to um, take away light from a specific area, or um, say somebody has on a um, a white button-up shirt and it's very bright and it's very distracting and it's blowing out. That would be a good case to take. Um, you know, a red four by four, um, of, of a net and take a stop down, um, of light just from the shirt so that your eye is more, more drawn to the face and, uh, it is not, and, and the shirt is not distracting or blown out or losing data. Um, another, uh, example is in a over the shoulder scenario if there's too much light on the foreground person, so the, the shoulder that we're shooting over, um, it's very common to take a net, uh, half a stop or a stop, and just just cut the light um, down off of that person so that it isn't distracting and that your eye is more focused on the uh, subject, um, the person in the midground who is doing the talking, who you're seeing. So, yep, that is it. Uh, nets and scrims, um, basic, basic light modifiers. Um, I'm doing kind of a series right now on these light modifiers. Uh, so we'll be going over um, some other ones in future episodes. So stick around. Anyways, that is it for me today. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. Have questions? 
Email the setlifepodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you get this podcast. 